It's an absolutely tragic situation that is unfolding in Turkey and Syria. In Turkey, they have declared a state of emergency. We know that the death toll in Turkey has surpassed uh, 3,700 people in Syria. It's about 1,700 people and growing by all accounts. And time seems to be running out for rescue workers to find more people trapped beneath the rubble after that 7.8 magnitude earthquake. Here's another problem. It's been identified that the only border crossing between Syria and Turkey that is essentially approved for transporting international aid back and forth between those two countries, it's not working because of earthquake damage to the roads leading to that particular route. That's how much trouble uh, they are in right now. So everybody seems to be mobilizing to try to help. And I know Canadians are wondering how they can help as well. Joining us now is Helen Barkley-Hollins, who's a manager at World Vision Canada. Helen, thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Simi. You're right, it really is heartbreaking, the whole situation. It's a crisis on top of a crisis in that area of the world. It really does feel that way. Now, can you tell us a bit about what is the Humanitarian Coalition? So the Humanitarian Coalition, of which we are a member as World Vision, is a collaboration of Canadian aid agencies, and we all work together to raise funds so that humanitarian relief can be delivered quickly and effectively, um, exactly for these kinds of situations. Okay, has it geared up to get to work here in in this case? Yes, we have. Um, We were working around the clock yesterday and we've launched um, a website today, which is together.ca, that is inviting donations. And across 12 agencies, 12 Canadian um, agencies, we are going to be responding. And many of us are already. Okay. And and in what ways are we able to respond? Because it sounds like it's just an incredibly chaotic situation there, Helen. It is. um, We are already there. for World Vision, we've been there um, working in that region since 2011, um, and we're responding to the immediate needs. Um, we are seeing many people uh, out on the streets in snow and rain. Um, we're getting sub-zero temperatures at night. People are sleeping on the streets or in cars or in makeshift camps. Um, many of the buildings are either destroyed or are still unstable. And so we're responding, providing shelter, um, providing medical care to those who've been injured, Things like ready-to-eat meals, blankets, essential items, hygiene kits, of course, clean water. There's been an ongoing cholera outbreak in the region as well. So this is really a dire situation, um, and we are, we are all there to respond, and we are actively responding. How do you determine what is needed, and then how, how fast can you get it there? So for many of us, uh, World Vision included, we have teams already there in the area. We're working through partners um, to be able to deliver the support, of course, we are assessing the damage and needs. This is a huge earthquake. It's one of the strongest earthquakes in 100 years. Um, and our team is there to assess the stage and the, the, to know the full scale um, of the response that is required. It's a crisis that's still evolving. Um, we're seeing shortages of clean water, shortages of fuel. The airport is closed. You've talked about the roads being damaged. Um, There's huge need there and need for us um, to be active in that situation. So what will happen in the days and the the next couple of weeks here, Helen? So we're working closely um, as a collaboration of aid agencies. We're working with partners on the ground um, to find out what the needs are, to uh, direct support, to be able to get the aid so urgently needed, and to continue assessing um, the, the situation. We're seeing that it's a an incredibly desperate situation, especially for children. Many of those who are in that region, particularly in northwest Syria, were already displaced by conflict. And they now face this harsh winter 
outside trying to come to terms with uh, both the earthquake and the subsequent aftershocks. Um, there's a lot of fear, um, and that fear continues. One of our team members told us she was woken up in the middle of the night. The house started shaking. She ran to her children. And in that moment, it happened so quickly. She didn't know which one to carry. And she describes that minute of time, like years of helplessness and fear. And that's something that's common that we're hearing back from our teams there on the ground. Ah, what a terrifying choice to have to make. And that that decision just sounds awful. Will you be able to send more people to help as well? So we already are. Um, We've mobilized our teams. Teams have been traveling since yesterday to join those already on the ground, responding. Um, We are directing funds as they come in directly to partners that are supporting those who are experts in medical care, those who already have access to resources, such as I mentioned before, the blankets as essential items that people are needing in this immediate aftermath of the crisis. Okay, so how can people help? You mentioned together.ca. Yes, together.ca. Please go there. Please click donate. Please provide um, what you can. And this will help provide the care and support for those children and families that are at an increased risk of displacement, hunger and illness. Um, Also, for those who pray, please do pray. Pray for the safety of these children and families. Many who are displaced as a result of the conflicts now face this huge added challenge um, to life um, this winter. Okay, so is it mainly monetary donations right now that is needed? Yes. In an emergency situation, that's the easiest way for us to get the much-needed aid uh, right directly to those who need it most. All right. Well, thank you so much for telling us about it this morning, Helen. Thank you so much for the time.